Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast slash videocast. My name is Phil Thompson, and he is... I am Steve Lacey. All right, and we're all mixed up here as far as cameras go. Yeah, I'm running cameras here. So we decided last week we were actually going to do some video at the same time we do this podcast. We're using vMix, which is actually a live encoder that you can get a free version of to stream with live if you want, although we're not streaming. Uh, vMix is kind of nice. We like it. Uh, it's got a couple features, more features than uh, what's the old reliable one? Flash, Flash Media Live Encoder, yeah. yes. So we're actually uh, switching cameras here, which would explain why uh, I'm mixed up here, because I'm the camera guy, as well as everything else I do. So anyhow, this is a podcast that we do usually every week. It's called Church Solutions Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes. Uh, just subscribe to Church Solutions Podcast. You can find us on newmediaministries.tv. That's kind of our little a little newsletter blog deal that has different things on it. And you can uh, find us on YouTube as well, streamingchurch.tv. So we're going to talk about church blog tips and talk about some some why it's important to blog and some tips on if you're going to do it. But uh, Steve, uh, we're, we're a company called JSL Solutions. What is JSL Solutions? So JSL Solutions has three main products, um, streamingchurch.tv for live streaming of your church services, Church App Live for, it's an app, mobile app geared for the church, and myflock.com, which is a content management and church management system. You uh, look like you had to read that to know what that what that was. No. <laughs> just looking at our notes. So we're talking about church blogs, and we're going to go over eight tips for blogging. Um, yes. We're going we're gonna to give you about eight tips here for blogging. So first of all, uh, blogging really is an important thing. Uh, it, it really is. Uh, it's not just a fad going on. It, it's actually pretty important. And I, I'd encourage you, if you're in leadership or you know, especially if you're a senior pastor, uh, to, to really consider blogging. Uh, there's not, I mean, it does take some time and effort, but there's some real advantages to it, which we'll get into here in a moment, especially if you do it on a regular basis. So uh, that's kind of where we're at here on this thing. You, you really ought to consider doing it. Uh, and just for purposes, you know, a blog is really, uh, how would you describe a blog, Steve, if you were to describe a blog to somebody who didn't know what a blog well, was? Well, actually, I went to a conference many years ago, and there was blogs were just being introduced, and it was basically explained as web logs, kind of a journaling okay. type of tool yeah. that got abbreviated into blog, Okay. So, or a web log. So, it's basically... I mean, journaling is probably a good way to uh, consider it. So, okay, it's a place where you can kind of ramble on about whatever topic you are passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. And people can read it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm trying to adjust volumes here while I'm doing do this deal. All right, so here's the first tip: if you're going to blog, if you're going to blog, I would encourage you to make sure that your leadership team really buys into this. And even though you may be the senior pastor, it's good to have your leadership team, your board, whatever, uh, you know, on on the same page with you on this. Because 
you know, you're going to be doing different posts and stuff, and you just want them to know, hey, here's what I'm doing, here's the purpose of it, and, uh, you know, other people may talk to them about your blog, depending on, on you know, what you blog about, yeah. right? And typically, it's going to be your church leader, one of your leaders that's doing the blogging. The, most you know, of the time, yeah. yeah. most of the time. So, you just want to make sure that everyone's on board and that you're not, because um, you're going to carry the kind of the nature of the church. It's, you know, the church brand is going to be impacted by what's right. in your blog. So, you just want to make sure everyone's on board. Yeah, absolutely. So, good blogging really is a good investment. It's a big investment, though, but it's worth it. So, if you're going to make that investment, uh, you really need to have it with your church leadership, right? So, a second point uh, when we talk about tips for blogging would be? Is blog with a specific purpose. Yeah, uh, you know, you mentioned at the very top here about, you know, just kind of blogging is rambling on, but you should ramble with a specific purpose. Yes, or you, right? sh- you shouldn't ramble. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what we're talking about here is, is uh, you know, many ch- church leaders, pastors, you know, it, it's good to have a church blog, but uh, they aren't, they wouldn't be able to tell you exactly what advantage blogging gives them. So that means a lot of churches are blogging, uh, and that, again, is good, but you, you want it to be clear. You want to have specific purpose uh, for doing so. And if you don't do that, it, it kind of gets people all over the all over the map. All yeah, the, you don't want to ramble on. You, you really don't. So, and so some examples of different purposes or different types of blogs. Some people, you know, the blogs that uh, I know I'll look at have a certain expertise, and so they are passionate about whatever right. you know, their expertise is, and they create basically an expert blog, no matter, you know, it depends on where it is, whether it's a, um, you know, mommy's day out or, you know, somebody like that, that, that has a, is an expert in that arena are going to blog along an expert line. So, and the pastor can do that as well. So, it depends. You just got to figure out what's the purpose of your blog, and uh, kind of you know, whether it's to disciple people or to be a more theological, mm-hmm. um, apologetic thing, or whatever it may be. Just kind of figure out what the purpose of your blog is. Yeah, and I think uh, I think as well. And I'm, I'm switching cameras here, and I you're talking, the cameras on me, and I'm looking for things, so I'm all mixed up here. Uh, so just a heads up if you're watching the video here, or maybe not. You could also do a personal take on your blogs. So in other words, you can do the expert thing, uh, whatever it might be, instructing people, teaching people, whatever. But you could also have a blog that's more in the sense of of uh, what's going on in your life. Like, uh, you know, I, I know a pastor who, he's really philosophical on life, but he, he does a really nice job expressing his philosophy on life and so he will talk about his experience maybe somewhere and he will kind of talk about what he's gotten out of it you know just you know going to a coffee shop or something you know what i mean he, he and he will talk about what he got out of going to the coffee shop i mean it sounds boring the way i put it but he's able to articulate things and share what's going on in his heart in a, in a meaningful way that really right. helps you the reader gets something out of yeah, it. I've got a friend that's very um, missions oriented. And so he'll post in his blog just experiences he has um, basically acting as a missionary to people. He'll run into, 
he's the guy that that you know will see somebody on the street corner and pull them aside and have a conversation with them and take them home and you know to dinner with at his house and and some very interesting blog articles based on you know some people that he's run into he just has a real heart for people so he's a very um, I guess missions oriented and he also does overseas missions type things but it makes actually for a pretty interesting little blog getting to know some of these people he's uh, ministering to yeah and so you as, as Steve has mentioned you can really come across in your blogging like hey here's how to have a good quiet time or here's how to uh, you know work with your kids uh, which I need some help right now on <laughs> or you know as you mentioned uh, you know again something from your personal life that would help people apply it to their personal life. All right. So uh, as we move on here, uh, as you continue, we talk about blogging tips. Remember, if you're blogging, there's more going on than just Sundays. Right. So this is tip number three. Right. So it's more than Sunday. So you don't want to just rehash what happened on Sunday. Because you'll, you know, your readers will soon find out, well, if I'm going to church every week, I really, I don't need a rehash of what's going on. Right. So you want to, um, you know, dig beyond, beyond the experience that just happened on, you know, over the weekend and grab some material that maybe is, you know, deeper than that or is, I don't know, beyond that or in a different arena or whatever it may be. Yeah, I I think so. I, you know, I think maybe occasionally mentioning if something was really, you know, if the Sunday morning was really awesome or something and you want to talk about some life-changing experience or something that was just unique. But I think the point here about is that, you know, people people definitely want to hear or want to get something more than just Sunday morning. Yeah, it's probably a temptation for a lot of pastors, too, because, you know, they spend all week putting the message together and they go, well, I got a really good message. Well, I just stick this in my blog post. Yeah, <laughs> uh, an offshoot of that would be to take maybe what you taught on Sunday morning, and maybe give an example of something during the week where you could maybe use it during the week as an example. That that you could maybe stretch it there, right? Or something. So how somebody applied the message after yeah. you delivered the message. So some, yeah. yeah. So only posting Sunday Sunday morning material. It just it just leaves. There, there's just so much more going on here, okay? So we would, so really, instead, try to keep a balance, uh, you know, a, a balance between Sunday-focused post and, and and other things that are happening on and like that. So as as we continue on here, as we look at our notes here, um, the fourth point when it comes to some tips, when it comes to blogging, uh, make your blog, don't make your blog, I should say, don't make it the church calendar or the church bulletin board. All right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's another probably temptation that our people are going to fall into. Is like I've got so much stuff, and we had to trim the announcements to make sure that they were they right. appealed to everybody. But there's so much more in there that didn't make it into the announcements this Sunday. I know I'll stick all that stuff in my blog. So, like you want to avoid um, having a hodgepodge of uh, you know a blog that's just made up of your announcements and that sort of thing. Uh, when you do, if you do, if you do list a bunch of things going on in your blog, uh, it, it, people just don't like blogs that read like bulletin boards. That's the bottom line here. Okay. Uh, and, and then also, you know, you have some, keep in mind if you're blogging, uh, and it's out there like on your website and places where people could see it, which 
you know, why wouldn't it be if you're blogging? You're going to take the time. You want to make sure you put it on the website where people can find it. Uh, don't forget you got newer people. And, and while the newer people may be interested in some activities, you can always put those activities somewhere else on your website. Uh, blog, you know, again, so that people who are newer as well as regular people can get a feel, you know, for who you are and the direction kind of you're going right. as a church. Uh, those things are important. I think if we do that, it would be uh, important to uh, to let people know uh, what's happening. My phone is going off, and uh, uh, life is not good right now. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. You didn't silence I didn't your phone. Silence I haven't, I haven't phone. either, but they haven't called me but, yet. So uh, we'll but see. see, now we're on video, so everybody can see that. See me scrambling to get my phone together here. All right. So, uh, so one of the things that I, we aren't talking specifically about, but you, and it kind of ties into um, the point about blogging with a specific purpose. You want to you want to have a voice for your blog, and if it's a hodgepodge of announcements, that's you're not going to have. There's not going to be a voice that's going to kind of emerge from the writing. So, I think that's a good point. That's a good point. Can we uh, edit out my phone ringing? We, we have to edit out me scrambling here on camera to try to fix it. Okay, this is real life. You want it off authenticity. Oh, authentic, so yes. You are the editor, so you have complete control. Absolutely, I do. <clears throat> All right, my volume levels off here too. All right, so tips on blogging. Uh, here's something that you probably should do if you're blogging. You should mention your blog. You know. During your during your service, during your Sunday service. Right. And there's several ways you can do this. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before, but we just talked last week on other ways to get your message out uh, electronically. And so you can either post in one of the slides in your slide deck that, you know, the pastor has a blog or church leader XYZ has a blog and here's how to get the info on that blog. So you definitely want to let people know that the, the pastor, typically it's the pastor has a blog. Yeah. Well, and we can get into that. It doesn't always, if, if you're having like a, quote, church blog, it doesn't always have to be the pastor, but I, I would think it should be most of the time. But again, if, if you are blogging, uh, you know, you can always incorporate it in your message. There are tactful ways to do that. You know, in, if you're teaching about something or sharing about something, you can always include that, you know, I, as I was blogging the other day, this came up or I'm going to write about this in my blog a little more, you know, and then give people, you know, obviously it'll be on your church website or should be on your church website. Uh, so th- that helps promote it as well. And then since we're on that little bandwagon here, uh, again, like we said last week, Steve, you know, when we talked about announcements and things, uh, you know, make sure people, make sure it's places where people can can find out, you know, hey, pastors, Pastor John has a blog. So put it somewhere. Uh, and, you know, advertise it in different places, uh, maybe on some certain material, obviously in your bulletin, uh, your website, your Facebook page, yeah. social media. All the normal yeah. outlets for your church. But you'd be surprised how sometimes we forget to do that. And so, you know, always keep that in mind. People can get to that. All right. Where are we going here? What's next on our little We have list? number six, and I'm looking through our list, and I'm finding, I'm seeing we have two number sevens, so that's yeah, going to make it interesting. That's an editing problem there on my part. <laughs> All right, so number six is posting on a regular basis. So here's the problem that a lot of people run into, okay? You decide, yep, I'm going to blog. By golly, I'm going to do it. I've got something to say, and I think I've got some good material, so I'm going to blog. So you get excited, and you do it. Once, and you do it twice, 
and then you maybe do it three times, then you skip a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> then and you then, skip another week. <laughs> yes, and then all of a sudden it shows up in the announcements to go to the pastor's blog and he's writing about winter when it's in the middle of the summer. <laughs> yep. And, and and so again, if you're going to do anything, you've got to be consistent at. Now look, I understand this. So we're not dogging people here uh, because if you're a pastor and you're in leadership, you have a lot on your plate. We know that. I know that. I was a senior pastor for almost eight years. I'm still involved in helping my church on a part-time basis. I have a lot on my plate. But the truth is, if you're going to start off and do blogging, you really need to do it on a regular basis. Right. you got to be consistent. Yeah. And I would think once a week is really, to me, once a week is, is what you should do. Yeah, that's probably, once a week, yeah, once a month is probably not enough. I don't think so. More than once a week is probably going to get yeah. a little more challenging for you. I don't know. There are people that do it yeah. two or three times a week, and that's fine. If you've cut good material and you're good at it and that's what you can do, then I guess that's fine. Right. But uh, for a lot of us, once a week is probably going to be good enough, at least to start. Right. So, so be, be consistent at it. Uh, uh, again, uh, there's no right answer to this. Uh, I mean, we, we think once a week is good. I would think a minimum, of at least a couple times a month, at least. That would be, the, to me, the very minimum. I, I think once a month is not, to me, not enough. But uh, it does right. take time to do that. And, uh, yeah. All right. So post on a regular basis. Just a tip that we're, that we're, sharing, that we're sharing here. Just a tip. Uh, that you might want to take in consideration. All right. Doing some great camera work here. Where are we at? Now you're on our so list. next on our list is one of the points I brought up earlier. I didn't realize it was in our notes, but actually this is one of the two yeah. um, points that we have under number seven, which is blogging with a consistent voice. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're posting announcements or you're talking about you know, right. the past week's um, sermon, it's going to be tough to develop your voice. So, uh, you want to develop a voice, maybe get an editor at the church to help you uh, review your material before you post it. Um, kind of clarify the topics that you're going to, this ties into the purpose bit as well. And if you're going to be a, um, you know, expository theologian kind of talk, or if it's going to be discipleship or like my friend that's very mission oriented, um, you know, you want to, get that voice um, consistent so that as people come back week to week to check out your blog, they're going to kind of know what to expect. Yeah. I, I think that's important. I think if you want to have a blog that you have multiple people blogging, which you can certainly do if you have an executive pastor or you have an associate pastor who's you know quite involved in the church, people know him, maybe he's up there quite a bit, either speaking or at least involved in a service where people see him or her on a regular basis, then that's fine. But again, you guys probably kind of need to be close to this, closely on the same page as much as possible. Obviously, if, if, uh, if Susie's blogging, uh, she's going to be obviously bring a different perspective than I do, but you still want to be on the same course or the same path as far as, you know, who you are as a church and, you know, where you're going as a church, those kind of things is, is what I'm getting at. So, uh, and by the way, you mentioned editor, having an editor, you know, I think it's always great to have a, a, a another set of eyes, <laughs> look at what you're writing, uh, to, to look for 
spelling issues, punctuation problems. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the, this pastor friend that that does his missions based blog is his his gifting is not writing, and so without his wife uh, acting as editor and proofreader, you, you you know he could put put together some things that you may be ashamed of later, but so. <laughs> Uh, it, it's just always good to have a different set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes look at that. And, right. and uh, somebody in the in the political re- arena right now, uh, there was something that they put out and uh, they photoshopped, I won't say who it was, but they photoshopped somebody's head on a person of a different race. And you couldn't really tell unless you looked at the picture very closely and you happened to see the person. The person was wearing a long sleeve shirt and his hand was black, but the person's face was white. <laughs> and so it, it, there was some kind of a, a Photoshop goof up there, and, and somebody missed it on the political campaign deal. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's not the biggest problem in the world, but it, it kind of makes it look like, well, wait a minute, what are these guys doing? <laughs> they don't know how to. So, uh, yeah, having a set of different set of eyes on, on, your, on your graphics, on your writing. Is, is just a good thing to do. So, all right. So, uh, the next point. The next point, which is also point number seven in my notes here. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, blog titles. Blog, yeah. t- right? Is that where we're at? That's where we're at, yeah. yeah. Good. See if we have, we should be. This kind of ties into the point last week about yeah. email subject titles. Yeah, absolutely. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead and carry it on. So, it's you're going to want to, I mean, the blog's typically going to have. Um, the subject and maybe just some beginning words on the article, and then you click for more. So you want to you want to make sure you're drawing people in. So you want to have a short, concise, but catchy or intriguing um, yeah. uh, subject. Yeah. Now, one of the things I was reading about a while back was that you really should uh, put. Put what you're talking about in the title, if possible. And, and the reason I'm saying that is because years ago, not too long ago, there was a fad going out that you could put titles in that were kind of cryptic, you know, and and the idea was to kind of get people enticed so they would click on it and go look at it. Uh, the problem, what at least what some people say, is that is that when it comes to SEO, search engine optim what is it, optimizing or whatever, optimization, optimization, uh, is that they actually, if you have what you're talking about in the title, that will show up in the search. And so you're more off to get, you're you're more apt to get people to click on that in the search because it's going to contain the subject that you're, that they're interested in. Instead of having some secret little thing, you know, like, uh, you won't believe what happens next. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which was a very big thing, like on Facebook years ago, yeah. not that long ago, actually, no, not years ago. So yeah. what, what what they're saying is, uh, you should really put the title. Try to get the title or at least the subject in your title for your blog, right? And, and so you know whatever it's going to be, like you know, we're going to do a thing here on tips for church blogging. You know, that's our subject for whatever we got. So we could change our title to. Uh, you won't believe what people do when it comes to blogging or something <laughs> like that. You know, they're saying don't do that. Uh, make the title concise, as you said, and uh, you know, make it so that it's uh, relevant. Yes. Yeah, relevant to, to what's going on there. So, so they are important. And then the other thing somebody said, I don't have it in the notes here, 
and I say somebody said um, because you know I learned a long time ago that you can't believe everything that's on the internet. <laughs> learned that last week, but uh, that you should really keep it under sixty nine characters. Do you know why that is? No. Well, under 69 characters. 69 characters at the most. 70, huh? Because of the way Google searches for things, if you go and look on, do a search, the title that will come up in the searches are only going to be 69 characters. Uh, And if you go over, then the title gets cut off. Okay? Didn't know that. That's, look it up for yourself. Check it out. Or at least make sure you got some good stuff in those first 69 characters. The first 69 characters, yeah. So uh, I have not verified that, but I did. I think I actually did look at something, and, and I was like, oh, yeah. Because if you have a long title, it will get cut off right? Uh, uh, when you're on the page. You know, if you type in something on Google, and then you get the page. So just, just a little tidbit of information there. All right. So our final point, let's see, we review our points here. Number one was... Sure. Get the blog to get your leadership's buy-in. Number two is blog with a specific purpose. Um, three is talk more. Don't just talk about Sunday. You know, kind of broaden your horizons. Right. Um, number four was don't make it a bulletin board. And number five was uh, make sure you advertise or mention your blog during the service. Post on a regular basis is number six. Seven was talking about. Uh, consistent voice and 7b i guess is the blog titles are very important and then our last point is uh the the last point here is i switch cameras to me there's people listening to this audio portion they're going what are you talking about but uh, so the last point is give your readers the next step give them now this is this is my deal here so you may not agree with this but i think if you're blogging about something especially if you're obviously a pastor, a leader, uh, at least from my perspective, uh, I like to try to give something that will help somebody in their life, help mm-hmm. their spiritual life, help their you know, emotional life, help their even their physical life. So I like to share things, and I've been blogging for a couple of years now, but I used to blog every week. Uh, but I'm big on what's the next step. So if I'm giving you some Whatever it is, if I'm sharing with you an experience I had, and, and I'm always big on how can I apply this to my life? Mm-hmm. So what's the next step for you? Right. So for the example, this um, pastor friend of mine that um, is very missions oriented would have a link to here's how you can you know help out this person or here's yeah. where you can sign up for our next missions trip overseas or you know whatever it may be, a call to action. Yeah, some kind of a call. And, and it, it, you know, it may be just something for your own personal life, too. It may just be, you know, if, you're, if your style of blogging is more personal, like, ah, I was really stressing out this week, and, you know, I went down to the creek and just spent some time, you know, praying, meditating, you know, kind of de-stressing. So what you could do is, you know, try to help that person find their next step. You know, what's the next step for them? Uh, you know, how could they incorporate something in their life so their life will be better mm-hmm. so that's that's all we're getting in here so give your readers some kind of an action step and next step I mean, maybe you know that's this is just me maybe that's not what you want to do but i think it's it's important for people so just a tip there all Sounds right good good so if you have if you have a question where am i at or am i my switching cameras here 
You see what I'm doing over here? Yes, I do. Okay. Am I doing okay? I'm doing awesome. All right. So if you want to get a hold of us, if you have something to, to add to this, you want us to talk about something that maybe you have questions about or you want to share some information with us, just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of the ways to get us, support at streamingchurch.tv. Speaking of action steps here, uh, or you can always check us out on newmediaministries.tv. Or check us out on iTunes. Just search for Church Solutions Podcast, and you can find us there and find us on YouTube. I don't know if we'll, I'm not sure we're going to put this video on or not, but we will have the audio. If all goes well, the audio will be on here, and you can listen. And if we can help you in any way, that is what we are here for. We want to help churches use technology, uh, as well as help leaders uh, in, in serving God, serving their ministries. All right, sounds good. All right, so all right, so he's till next time. Till next time, he's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. Thanks for listening and watching and whatever you might be doing here. We appreciate it. Have yourself a great day. We will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care. <laughs>